This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay, and I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seeds DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana, code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I know last week I said that this week would be a solo up and a little update, a little update episode, but I recorded with Hannah. It's Hannah Eve on Monday last week, so exactly a week ago, and the episode was just so good, and I felt like the conversation was really good, and I knew it would be something that you would all want to hear and would really be able to take tangible takeaways from, and it would be very valuable to people for numerous reasons. And so today's episode, I have Hannah Eve. She is the CEO and founder of The Current Agency. A little bit about Hannah. Hannah created The Current Agency out of her passion for using social media and strategic ways to take on brands to the next level. She believes in creative badass, no bullshit approaches to marketing, branding, social, and design. At The Current Agency, her job is to guide you down the path of success and help you build the business of your dreams. And she also does this through her course, The Level Up course, which I'm actually enrolled in and I'm so excited to take. It starts 
this Thursday that you're listening to it. And I'm so, so excited. But I know you guys are going to love this episode with Hannah. We talk about everything from her recovery from her eating disorder, going away to university for marketing, starting her own agency basically while she was still in university, then officially starting the current agency, now using Clubhouse and leveraging it to network and grow her following and her network and open up doors and opportunities and what she does in the social media marketing space. You are going to love this episode. Hannah is my birthday twin. She's born also on August 6th, so she's a fellow Leo. And I just know that you are going to love this episode as much as I enjoyed the conversation with Hannah. I love her. Definitely check her out. And until we get into bringing Hannah on, let's go into our weekly intention. So to be more open-minded and curious, I've been really trying to challenge myself to be more spontaneous. And you guys know I've been putting this as a monthly intention for a while now, but I feel like within the past few weeks, it really has come into fruition. I feel like that's a word that I'm using a lot more lately. I don't know why, but fruition is my new shit. And it's to be more open-minded and curious. And I feel like I've been a lot more spontaneous and that comes with being open-minded and curious and kind of just like open to the opportunities and open to exploring different means and conversations and ideas and concepts and all this stuff. And I just feel like it's very healthy and it's how you can grow. It's learning how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and being open to different perspectives and outlooks and really broadening the way in which you think about making decisions and discussing certain things and the actions that you take. So our weekly intention is to be more open-minded and curious, and I encourage you to do the same because it is our weekly intention. That leads me into the tip of the week, and as always, if you are a new listener, the tip of the week is kind of usually, I would say like always, corresponding to the weekly intention, and it's kind of a tip on how to go about achieving that weekly intention, but it's to challenge your thought process and your reaction. So if you don't know, I am doing cognitive behavioral therapy. I've been doing so for, I want to say like close to five months, maybe six months since like October, I want to say last year. I've been doing cognitive behavioral therapy, which is basically rewiring the way in which you think and process information and your behaviors and all that good stuff. But I think it's really important to challenge your thought process and reactions. If you're someone who is normally closed-minded to situations that you're not really comfortable with, um, you're kind of stubborn, by challenging the way that you react and the way you think about certain things can lead you to be more open-minded and see things from a different perspective, see the glass half full as opposed to half empty, see the silver lining. So I'm challenging you to challenge your thought processes and reactions, but let's let's talk about my current faves. So these kind of tie back in to last week's current faves and as well as this week's weekly intention. But my first one is being downtown. Last week, I spent so much time downtown and I absolutely loved it. I love the vibes. I love the energy. It makes me so fucking excited to move downtown, to be in the thick of it all, as I've been saying. And I just don't know. Like, there's something about being downtown. Call me crazy. But when I'm walking the streets of Toronto in specific, I don't know about other cities, but in Toronto in specific, I've said this to my friend Maya I don't know. I just feel like a bad bitch. Like I feel like hot. Like I feel like I'm walking on a runway. Like I just feel like I'm the main character when I'm downtown as crazy as it seems. I know that's like really egotistical, but I just feel like such a hot ass bitch when I'm walking downtown. Like it feels like hot girl summer, you know? So if you live in Toronto or if you live near a city that's kind of like Toronto, like New York, Chicago, et cetera, whatever city that you live nearby, go walk downtown and strut your stuff and just be confident and no one will question you. The second current fave is to be spontaneous. It lies into my weekly intention. I've been being a bit more spontaneous. We'll have like one set plan and then kind of just see where the night takes us. And it's honestly so much fun. I feel like the memories are so much more fun. Like last Saturday, I got, well, now it's like two Saturdays ago for you when you're listening to this, but I got together with one of my friends. The plans were very spontaneous. We had dinner, we had drinks. Then my friend invited us to come to her house in Toronto and we hung out in the backyard with her friends and it was just so much fun. And 
it wasn't really the plan originally. Like we kind of had like one plan and it led into the next and it was so much fun. And that's, that's how memories are made. But those are my current faves. I'm going to bring Hannah on next week. I promise there'll be a solo episode, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Hannah. I know you are going to love it. I love her. You're totally going to love this and enjoy. Here's Hannah. So I'm here with Hannah. Hannah Eve, welcome to Morning Ray. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. I'm, I'm so excited for this, honestly. I'm so excited too. So for those who don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your Zodiac sign? Ooh, okay. For those of you who don't know me, I am 23. I live in downtown Chicago. I grew up um, in, in the suburbs outside of Chicago. I own a marketing agency, so I, I try to be as helpful as I can in, in sharing um, a, lot of, a lot of my knowledge in the marketing and business world on social. So that I'm really big on that, right? Like not gatekeeping information and, and, and sharing because there's so many things that I had to learn the hard way. So much of what I've used to build a business wasn't taught in school college or, or high school or anywhere. It's just, you know, things that I had to figure out. So um, I'm a businesswoman and I, I'm pretty outspoken as well about my struggles with mental health. I had a really severe eating disorder for a number of years. So I, I am pretty open about all of that and, and what it was like to recover and what it's like to be in recovery now. Um, so so that's that's me. And I try to just be as transparent as possible all the time about everything. So that's me in a nutshell. Just a just a Jewish girl trying to figure it out. And my zodiac sign. I'm a Leo, August sixth. So I'm like a fiery Leo. And I'm August sixth. Shut up. <laughs> you are. That's weird. Yeah. What year well, were you born? Ninety nine. I'm ninety seven. Wow, that's really yeah. strange. <laughs> that's super weird. What are your other two? Um, I think it's. I can't remember right now. Gemini is my moon, and I think Libra rising. Okay, I'm a Virgo for both, which is interesting because they're like pretty different. So, like for example, like I am the messiest girl in the entire world, but I need it to be clean, you know. Like so, yes. I, like, yeah. So like that's why like I need to <laughs> I need to have like my cleaning lady and the whole thing. That's very strange. We have the same birthday. Wow. <laughs> we were discussing this before that both of our, our moms both have Crohn's. Yeah, and I feel like I knew you were Jewish, but I I didn't remember. I'm also Jewish. Mm-hmm. And then we were drinking the same the same water. <laughs> yes, we both have our. I, I normally don't drink this water, but I bought it because it has electrolytes. And I have I'm getting my second vaccine today, so I'm trying to be proactive. It's all I drink. I'm and it, the Kardashians drink it, and I'm like, all right, if it's good enough for the Kardashians, it's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you touched on how you're very open about recovering from your eating disorder and your whole journey with that. I'd love to hear more about it because I know a lot of my listeners have either recovered from an eating disorder or disordered eating, and they know my journey. I've recovered from having – I never had an eating disorder, but I would say that I was like very much on the path of orthorexia struggled with diet culture and being obsessed with the scale and controlling my food. So I'd love to hear your story and your journey to recovery and where you are at now. 100%. Also, I literally just feel like we had a parent trap moment and that was really cute. Yes. Um, okay. So, all right. So basically, I think that it's it's interesting and important to kind of like go back. So my mom was a professional dancer and um, – they would stand in a circle every Monday and they would literally get raises, like salary raises if they lost weight. So when she was raising me, my mom made a super – she was really intentional about never restricting food. I think she literally had like PTSD from from that. So I was never told no. We would always have dessert before dinner, which is like really cute and fun. But as a little kid, you know, you don't get told no. Sugar is, you know, like addicting. I was chubby. So it's it's interesting, and, and to be honest, it's something that I'm very um, 
it'll, it'll be interesting to see how, how it is with my kids because it, it's hard to find the balance because you don't want to mm-hmm. restrict, but you also need to kind of, you know, impose some type of structure because there are – those foods are literally created to, like, trigger the reward, you know, like the, the all those mm-hmm. junk foods. They're, they're made for you to be addicted to them basically and to not want to stop. So anyway, I was bullied for being chubby fat when I was little, like super, super young, like first and second grade. I went to this private school um, and I got I got bullied there. I moved and I stopped getting bullied, but I was aware of my weight. And when I was 10, I got diagnosed with celiac. So I was one of the first people, you know, relatively to have to be gluten-free because this mm-hmm. was 13 years ago and it wasn't a thing. Like my mom and I had to drive to this health food store like 45 minutes away to get gluten-free pasta. Like it wasn't a thing. We had to explain it to restaurants everywhere we went. No one knew what it was. No one knew what gluten was. It wasn't a thing. Like the top 10 allergens were like wheat, dairy, that's it. People did not know what gluten meant. So it was hard for me to find a lot of things to eat. So I kind of unintentionally started to lose weight. And immediately people started to treat me differently. And I was 10. But boys started to have crushes on me. Girls just wanted to be my friend. And again, it's not I, – I was at this new school and I wasn't being bullied. But still, people just treated me differently. And I mm-hmm. liked it. And I liked the way I looked. So then there was this shift to it being intentional. And I remember I had a nutritionist because you know, celiac's autoimmune. They, they gave me a, nut- a nutritionist to help me navigate mm-hmm. this. And she was concerned with how quickly I was losing weight. And I remember um, – I've actually never said – I've never said this before. Um, I don't know why. But I had this – I remember it so vividly, this pink, like, fuzzy robe. And I was – I just grabbed heavy things in my room and I shoved it into my pocket So because she would come to the house – so that when she weighed me, she wouldn't make me drink these like protein shakes. So, wow. yeah. And I was, maybe I was 11 by then, but yeah, I, I probably turned 11 because I got diagnosed in April when I was 10. Yeah. So that was me trying to, you know, like trick the system. And um, so it got started really, really, really young. And then from there, it was just this constant battle. I, Uh, Like, I, again, at my core, I'm this, like, chubby kid who loves food. So for me, it was always trying to restrict, restrict, restrict. Um, I I did that from, you know, age 10, whatever, until I was, I don't know, 15. And then a binging problem started because I just couldn't – I couldn't handle it anymore. I kind of snapped. Um, And I think that's that's a similar pattern that a lot of people have. It's like you do something Mm -hmm. super regimented and then eventually you just can't take it anymore and you start to binge. And I got super depressed my junior year. I would like stay home from school, like smoke weed, like eat until I like literally couldn't breathe. And I gained, I don't know, like 20 pounds. And I went to a nutritionist and I just put that in air quotes, nutritionist. Mm -hmm summer going into my senior year of high school. And I I wanted to stop binging. I remember listening to an audio book about how to stop binging. Like I wanted to stop. I was miserable. I didn't like it. Like I didn't like the way my body looked at it. I felt so out of control. And I went to her and I'm like, you know, I would love to like lose 10 pounds, but more than anything, I just want to figure out how to eat like a normal, can I swear or no? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you can swear. yeah. I'm like, I just like, want to learn how to eat like a normal fucking human. And she and it's it's devastating to look back on because had I seen someone else, it could have gone in a different direction. She put me on like so insanely regimented um, six meals a day, 20 grams of protein at each meal, weighing everything. Oh yeah, weighing everything, even the spinach that I was putting in my egg white omelets, like eating for volume, crazy, crazy craziness. Like I had so much anxiety surrounding going to college the next year and not having a kitchen, like awful. And that really was like the catalyst because that was, of course, not sustainable. Um, like, like I was going – to dinner with my family and bringing Tupperware. It was ridiculous. And and so, ugh, like my dinner every night was four ounces of chicken, no salt, and a bag, you know, like those bags, an entire bag of broccoli. Like what? Oh my God. Yeah. So that's when the bulimia started basically because I couldn't take it anymore. 
Um, I was binging still and I was just I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm tired of looking like this. And um, so the the bulimia started as basically a form of weight control, which is how I think a lot of people start. And then it quickly spirals into full-on addiction and something that's so much bigger than weight and it becomes about control. And it's just, it's a nasty, nasty, nasty. Any eating disorder is nasty and layered and complex. And it's really, really, really difficult to recover from. I'm lucky that I had an amazing therapist amazing. I still see her. Her name is Kay Siegel. I always get DMs about her. Unfortunately, like her wait list is, is full. She's amazing. But um, she's a DBT therapist. But I saw her for years and I, I wasn't getting better. You know, you, you, can't, you can't actually recover from something until you want to deep down. Um, and eventually I, I decided I, I was graduating college and I'm like, I can't. I always thought that it was just going to stop that I was just going to get better one day mm-hmm. or I'd figure it out. And I'm like, this is not getting better at all. And I have all of these dreams. I want to have a family. I want to have this huge business. And like, here I am like throwing up. Like I can't, like this isn't, this isn't getting better. And that's when I really decided, I'm like, I don't even care what I weigh. I just, I just need this to stop. I need to have energy again. And um, I also found an amazing coach, Jack Gould. I love her. And, and she helped me a lot. Um, when I was already in the recovery process, but that was a, a really like a, a big push that I needed to solidify it. And then I never expected to share it. It was a gigantic secret. Like sometimes, you know, people will be going through something and there's like whispers, mm-hmm. you know, there were no whispers. I, I lived with roommates and they didn't know. No one knew. Like I was an expert at hiding it in college. Like I lived in the sorority house and they didn't know. And that was me. Yeah. And that was me throwing up like all day, every day, everything I ate and no one knew, you know, and they would just be like, oh my God, I wish I had your metabolism. So one day last year, like a year ago right now, I just felt super called to share it. I was tired of hiding it and I was tired of contributing to this whole like false reality of the way that women have the bodies they have. Like, cause for so long, I know that people were DMing me, asking me about my body and I was lying, you know, like what's your workout routine? I'm bulimic, you know. And I would like say, you know, Pilates. Um, and and thinking about that it made me it, it it just oh it broke my heart. So I shared every single detail of it. I wrote it up in a blog post, shared it, and I had no expectation of how people would react, but the response was amazing. And so many people felt seen and heard. And, you know, what what surprised me was the amount of people that I knew or knew of that mm-hmm. were going through something similar. And I had no idea. And so many people are going through the same things. Um, and and that was that was the validation that I needed to start being completely authentic and transparent in every area of my life. And I've I've really vowed to to do that. So that is my long winded eating disorder story. Wow, I'm just I'm so proud of you for realizing that you just couldn't live like that anymore and I know it takes in any sort of thing whether it be an eating disorder or an addiction to anything like you have to get to your own breaking point unfortunately in order to make that change but here you are you are on a journey to being better yes not every day is going to be perfectly healed and better and you're still going to have triggers and things come up but i appraise you and I'm so proud of you for being open and so vulnerable and sharing that. I think it's so important because like you said, so many people do hide it and it goes under the rug. And I feel especially like as a female, there's so much pressure on us to have this perfect figure that like it doesn't exist. It can't exist. Like there's no such thing as being perfect and your body isn't going to look the same every single day. It's not going to look the same throughout the whole day like your stomach is meant to expand and contract like life is worth living and going out and enjoying a meal not bringing a meal with you or like food like shouldn't be measured all the time like the only time I measure my food is when I'm baking because I know it's literally yeah a scientific formula like it's literally like you're doing chemistry in the oven that's what baking is yes (laughs) but thank you for sharing your story it was amazing to hear and hopefully anyone who's listening, maybe if they're struggling or they're in recovery, this will be like inspiring to them to get that help and to keep on going. 
Yeah, and, and and the people that I follow now, like people like you, like whenever I see your content, like when whether it's a reel or a post, it's like, okay, yes, that's the reminder I need. I'm doing the right thing. So to anyone listening, I mean, you know, really pay attention to the the people that you follow in real life and on social in the way that that your content makes uh, the way their content makes you feel. Yes, so important. I always say that like the same how you the five top people you surround yourself in real life, the same theory applies to the five top content creators or people you follow Mm -hmm. on social media. Even if you're not consciously aware of how their content is impacting you, it's impacting you the way you think, the way you make decisions, how you think about yourself, how you think about others, all of it. 100%. So we're going to pivot into a bit more of a career focus, but... What did you study and did you always see what you're doing now as your career when you were younger? I studied marketing, but I'm a firm believer that what you studied doesn't really matter. So if if you, you know, if you want to go to college, which is great or, you know, university, whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. Just study whatever you want. Study whatever's fun for you, whatever's interesting. Unless you're on some specific trajectory, like you want to become a doctor where obviously you have to major in something specific. Like for marketing, I didn't learn anything in school that actually applies to what I do. So, you know, that's that. And that's a huge reason. I have a master class now, and that's a huge reason why I created it, because I think people put so much emphasis on those four years or however long you're going to school for. And then so many people graduate, and they're like, wait, <laughs> I actually didn't learn anything that I wanted to learn. Did I see myself doing what I'm doing now? Yes, I always envisioned myself as as the boss. I grew up with a single mom that was the, the founder, the president, the CEO, all the things. And I always saw myself working for myself. I, I did think that I was going to do something else for a little bit. I thought that I would work at some big agency. So I guess that was kind of different. I just I just jumped to it a little bit quicker. Um, and I've always loved marketing. So yeah, I guess I am doing what I always thought I would. I feel like I'm the same with you. I'm studying marketing too. I'm actually finishing up my undergrad. I'll be done in December. But even like my job right now, Everything I've done career-wise has been from my own learning and my own networking. And yes, like some things from school apply, but I wouldn't – like if I had just done school and I hadn't gone out and started my Instagram page or explored and learned on my own time, I wouldn't have the skill set or the knowledge that I do. Like school doesn't teach you enough unless like you're going into being a doctor or maybe even like – being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Even like, okay, so in Canada, we have college, which is more kind of like, I would say it's more like trade school. So like you would do like interior design or it's like more hands-on learning, um, less theory approach, a lot more projects versus university is more theory. Like it's seen as like better in quotations. And like, unless like even from then, like I feel like you only learn once you actually go outside and you put yourself in that career and you experience the job because you can only learn so much. And then it, 
it's the experiences that really teach you and yourself learning outside of school. Totally. Like my senior year, so my last year of university, I was learning how to write an ad for radio. And yeah, and I'm like, what? Like my professors, like great people, none of them had social media accounts and do some of the marketing principles from decades ago still apply? Sure. But more than anything, social media and digital marketing completely transformed the entire media industry, especially marketing. And I just wasn't taught anything that I needed to build a business. And I'm a firm believer that the education system really was created to build the middle class when you think about it. So if you're trying to achieve anything beyond that or anything besides that, you're going to have to look elsewhere. So exactly, it's a lot of just figuring it out. And with you, you know, think about how many things you've had to YouTube, whether it's getting this podcast set up or just Googling how to create a random graphic or, you know, and I'm the same way. I've always had random business ventures and that's how I figured it out. Also, I've learned a lot from the mistakes I've made because you make mistakes and and that's when you, that's when you figure it out. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're always on Clubhouse. What is your opinion on Clubhouse? Why do you think people should leverage it? Why are you always there? What's going on on Clubhouse? Tell me about it. Uh, Okay. So I got on Clubhouse to literally just support a girl that was in my masterclass. So I teach this masterclass called Level Up. It's on Zoom. I get really, really close with the girls. And one of the girls, Eden, she – the way that I end every week is I have them say something they're proud of themselves for. And Eden said she was proud of herself for getting this clubhouse room off the ground. And I'm like, okay, I'll go and support her. And, you know, lo and behold, it was, it was one of the largest rooms on the app and she was absolutely crushing it. And I just, I loved it. I, I had no expectation of it. I was literally just going to listen and support her. And I really, really enjoyed it. And it kind of just took off from there. But it was during a time, it was like February, March, where it it was still cold here in Chicago. It wasn't open yet. I was really bored. Even just while I was sitting here working, I, I wanted something on in the background. So I had a lot of time to dedicate to it. And because I was on it so much, I made a lot of really amazing relationships, like really, really, really strong relationships. So I think it's interesting to compare two of the most prevalent new platforms right now, TikTok and Clubhouse, TikTok being incredibly short form video, Clubhouse being very long form audio. So the audience that you're going to get on Clubhouse is a lot smaller, but they're very engaged and there's something incredibly intimate about voice. So I definitely need both pieces of it, but the more than anything for me, the relationships that I've formed, they're just amazing. Like I'm going to New York tomorrow and I have a week full of meetings and coffees and everything just with with people, incredible people that I've met on Clubhouse. Like just in what other worlds can you just randomly open an app and you're literally speaking to the the CEOs, the Fortune 500 companies and presidents of, you know, of prestigious magazines. And it's just like in founders of, you know, it's just wild. So that's why I love it. And and there's a place for everyone on Clubhouse. So I, I would definitely encourage you to, to get on it. It's fun. It's just fun. Yeah, I was into it for a bit. I feel like I go in waves with it. But it's really nice to have it on in the background. And I do agree, like the relationships that you can make through there, it's essentially networking. It's networking from your home without like mm-hmm. leaving anywhere. You're essentially going to a conference because there's so many people. You can be taken up onto the podium to speak and everything. And I think it's incredible. And I definitely want to try use Clubhouse more. I really liked it when I started using it and I just kind of just like fell off the bandwagon. I have all the notifications. I always see like Hannah Eve is like talking, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I mean, I get it. Like if I hadn't spent so much time and built like a presence there, I don't know if I like would – I get it. Like I don't know. It's just like a lot to take on, you know, like a new platform. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of just like slipped into it. So I I feel you. And clearly whatever you're doing is is working very well. So (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. 
Okay, so you spoke about this briefly, how you're your own boss. So you run the current agency. Tell me a little bit about it, how it came to be, what all what you guys do, what do you offer, all the good stuff. So I started running Instagram accounts for businesses for fun in college. I actually wanted to teach Pure Bar. A Pure Bar was opening on campus, and I went to school in Bloomington, Indiana, and like the only thing there was the school. There weren't like cute workout places. So it was a huge deal that Pure Bar was opening. They wouldn't hire me as a teacher because they weren't hiring any college students. So I'm like, okay, I am studying marketing. Let me know if you want any help with marketing. And they hired me for like $10 an hour. <laughs> and and that was my first client in retrospect. My internships were all marketing and I just tried to do a really good job there to form relationships and um, I just kept reaching out to people and, and word of mouth kicked in and I ended up graduating college with a pretty full full list of clients. Somewhere along there, I had to name it and you know get my LLC and formalize the business and all of that. It's, it's crazy. So, so it started with just running Instagram accounts and now here we are a number of years later. Um, I have five employees. So we, we still specialize in social media management, but the scope of services has just expanded. So we also do a lot of influencer campaign management, graphic design, paid ads, um, web design, just really everything that falls under like the digital marketing umbrella. And then this year, a lot changed because I, and this is something I never expected, started this whole educational component with my masterclass. It's called Level Up. I created that out of necessity because I kept getting the same questions over and over and over when my TikTok started to kind of gain some traction and I didn't have time to get back to everyone individually. So I, you know, we've been talking so much about how you go to college or university, you don't learn what you actually want to learn. That's why I created Level Up to basically like pour all of that into into a masterclass. So now that's a huge piece of what I do as well. So there's the client side, and and when we we're working when we're working with clients, we work with I like to say just really anyone that I would be a customer of. So like luxury, health, wellness, hospitality, beauty brands, um, a lot of celebrities and influencers as well, especially lately, which is really fun. Um, so it's just we're basically just a, a boutique digital marketing agency and. We're an all-woman staff. It's really amazing. And then Level Up is women only also. So I'm either helping businesses grow with my female team or I'm teaching women how to start and scale their businesses or their marketing agencies. So that's that's what I do. Wow. I love that. I feel like my agency that I work for, I work for Green Fresh Media. Kind of similar. We do a lot of influencer campaigns. We do paid ads. We do social media management. I'm managing majority of the, our clients' social medias, which I was actually saying to my boss, he's like, let me know when you can't like manage anymore. I was like, Kyle, I can't log into any more accounts on my phone. <laughs> he's like, maybe we'll get you another phone <laughs> for Instagram. <laughs> but it's pretty similar. But that's amazing. What would you say your favorite part of your job is and your least favorite part? My favorite part is actually – level up because there's nothing more fulfilling than getting to empower another woman. A lot of the women who take it are women who are like college age or just graduated college and are looking to start their business, whether it's a marketing agency or, you know, a clothing boutique or whatever. In um, in I so much of what I try to integrate is confidence and mindset. So there's nothing more fulfilling than being part of a woman realizing what she's capable of and then doing it. That's just like, oh, and you can't compare it. Um, but then on the other side of it, I love just I love just looking at something like beautiful, like a graphic or a website or just a social feed and knowing that we did that. Like we just designed apparel for Pevolve. I don't know if you're familiar with like Pevolve. It's like a workout. Yeah. And like I went into the studio and, and, to, and to be able to like hold the shirt that we made, you know, and, and see it hanging up like that was so cool. So, so, so cool. So I love like seeing my, my work in the wild or our work in the wild. Oh God. Something that I don't like. There's no consistency and there's no predictability. So like, for example, my winter was like amazing. Like so – and like crazy, crazy, crazy. I had so many clients coming in and, and that's when Level Up was 
I had five sections at once and it was sold out. And and now just the nature of business, it's summer, things are opening up and it's just, it's just, it's a little bit of a lull for me. So times like these actually are super, super challenging because I was talking about this the other day. I think it's really they – put, they place so much emphasis on a goal, whatever it is. But it's really, really hard to sustain that once you've hit it. So pushing through a plateau in business and getting back up because it isn't a straight line. And it can feel super frustrating when you're like, why is the same thing that I was doing three months ago eliciting such a different result now, right? And like it's the even the TikTok algorithm is the same way. And it can feel like you're pedal to the metal and the car isn't moving. And it's so frustrating. And, you know, there's no boss in place who can who can give you comfort. That's me, you know? So I have to be the one to assure my team when we're, you know, in a like a month that's a dip or a lull or whatever, that it's fine and it's part of the nature of being in this business and that, you know, everything's good. So so that's my my least favorite part. Of course, I wish it could just be a stable increase every single month, but that's not realistic. Yeah, for sure. And I even even as like an influencer, I hate using that word, <laughs> content creator, like I experienced that like even like with my growth, with like between like growth, like in my on my platforms and working with brands like right now, I'm like I'm a little overwhelmed, but like I'm really hyped, like I'm working with a lot of amazing brands. But a month or so ago, like I want to say like two months ago, like I was barely getting any emails or brand deals. I'm like, OK, so now what? Like I haven't changed anything. Like why is it suddenly a low? But that's how it works. Like, it's not always going to be like this uphill, like growth, like it's going to plateau out. And I think that's what makes us appreciate when we do see growth and when we do experience all these exciting opportunities and projects, we appreciate them so much more because we know that it's not always going to be like that. It's going to slow down and it's going to speed up. And that's what makes it so interesting and fun. But it's important to know to push through. It's kind of like if you start any new skill, you're not going to improve consistently. You're going to say like you're learning to like lift heavy weights. You're not going to always be able to lift heavier every single time you lift. Sometimes you're going to have to lift lighter than you did the last time, but that doesn't mean you lost any progress. Who knows? Next time you could lift twice as heavy. Completely, completely. And my therapist painted it. She she told me this, this visual one time. It's like imagine you are – I don't even know why these details matter, but it, it does. She's like, imagine you're in this really dark room and there's just this this staircase and it there's like a and it's just like illuminated by this white light, just so that you have a visual. You've been climbing up so many stairs, and just if you if you come back down a few, you're not at the bottom. You've still gone up all of those stairs. So it's 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 realizing and I'm someone that likes to to think in extremes. So remembering that. You know, like if, if I'm, you know, if, if I'm, for example, like making less one month than I did the previous month, my narrative goes to like, I'm a failure, you know, like I can't do it. Like, you know, and I have to say like, no, look at everything that you're doing. This is amazing. This is so cool. Like you, this is everything you ever dreamed of. Like you're doing great, like relax, but it's hard. I'm definitely really hard on myself. Yeah. And that isn't helpful because because then when you when you're operating from that it's like the definition of a scarcity mindset opportunities aren't going to come to you you know that and i'm not that it's like when you know when when you're in an abundance mindset, more abundance follows. Like when you're feeling so amazing about your career, that's when you're just networking in your daily life because you're so excited and you're so happy and opportunities are falling into your lap. So it's it's that active it's that active commitment. Like I'm sitting here like with my journal and, you know, all the stuff that I'm going to do after this on the days that you don't feel like it because that's what you ultimately need to do to, to get back on, on track. So, and same goes for eating. Like that's the hardest. It's all, Mm -hmm. it's easy when things are easy. Yeah. I love that. And to wrap it up, I'm going to ask one or two more questions and then we'll wrap it up. For someone looking to pursue a career similar to yours in marketing, what is your biggest piece of advice? Well, not promotional, just genuine, take level up because that's why I created it, like truly. 
and I'm more than happy. If anyone listening wants to take it, just DM me that you found it from the podcast and I'll hook you guys up with some type of a code or something. But if that isn't in the cards, don't wait. Literally, there's no there's no reason to wait. Don't wait until you finish a class or until you think that you know you're don't wait. There's no reason. Um, start today. And if you don't know where to start, use yourself as a guinea pig. Build your own website. Everyone should have like some type of a personal website or something. Offer to work for a family friend for free. Tell them that you're looking to pursue this career and you're wanting to build your portfolio. Just start. Start making graphics and building websites and trying to grow a company's social media presence. Name your company. Put up business cards in a coffee shop. Just just don't wait for anything and really approach your career with confidence. It is very rarely the most qualified person that gets hired. It, it, there are people far less skilled than you doing so much more than you simply because they're doing it. So go out there and get it. Just just literally start and, and walk into a room, network with everyone you meet, introduce yourself to the owner of a coffee shop that you go into every day, tell them what you're doing and that you're open to work, offer to help, um, and you'd be surprised by how much you can achieve simply by tapping into your own network. We really, really, really underestimate the importance of our networks and our confidence. Those are the two biggest things, far more important than your actual skill set. I love that. And I stand behind that so much. I feel like so many people are like, I'm going to do it when it's like this time or when I achieve X, Y, Z. Like no time is going to be the perfect time to start anything, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a project in your life, a venture, um, starting a business, whatever it may be. Just start and you'll figure out as you go. I think Michael Bostick said this from the Skinny Confidential, but launch fast and adjust later. Like best advice. Like I started this podcast. I decided on a Tuesday that I was going to start this podcast. By Thursday, I had my teaser out. By the following Monday, I had my first episode out. Do you think I knew everything about podcasting? No, I figured it out as I went. The same thing with my social media. I started it for fun in first year and now look where I am. Like it's essentially like, yes, it's my side hustle, but I make more money from my social media ventures and everything than my full-time job. So, and that's what got me my full-time job. So just like start and stop like being so hard on yourself because if you show that you're willing to show up, put in the effort, the time, the energy, and you're confident, then who cares if you have X degree at X university or you have a million skills you learn as you go. Most of the time, they're going to have to train you anyhow if you're starting a job or you're going to learn as you go if you start on your own path. Completely. I, I love that podcast so much, by the way. One of my absolute favorites. And it's true. Like, how would it have served you if you just, you know, stumbled around reading and, you know, waiting to launch your podcast until you felt like an expert? It's exactly what we were talking about before. There's there's so much that you can't learn unless you're simply doing it hands-on. And like take advantage of the fact that we're living in this incredible digital Google age where you can literally figure anything out. You can figure it out. Like when we're having issues with the microphone or whatever, like you can figure it out. You can watch a tutorial. You are a competent person. If you're listening to this, you're already smart for being here. Like you can do it. You can figure it out. Just start. The work that you put out today should be a lot less good, a lot worse than the work you put out a year from now. You know, like just look at Mickey Mouse, the first Mickey Mouse was like so creepy and weird, right? But but like they had to put out that weird, creepy version in order for Mickey Mouse to, to turn into what Mickey Mouse is today. Like that's just the nature of anything. Apple, Amazon, they started from a garage. Like that's why we get a new phone every year because everyone is constantly making new discoveries and having new realizations and getting customer feedback. Like just start. Waiting will not serve you. And if you think you're busy, life is going to throw a pandemic or something at you or whatever, and you're going to be really busy next week. So just start. Appreciate it. Just start. And <laughs> – Normally, I ask at the end, like, one piece of advice, but I feel like we've mm -hmm. given so many good tidbits. So plug yourself out, Hannah. Where can the listeners find you? Where can they take Level Up? Give me all the deets. We'll give them all the <laughs> Um, I was trying to think of one piece of advice, but my brain is just not even – we gave a lot. I'll or it can be a quote, but I feel like we've already given so many good tidbits. So um, I'll, I'll share a good quote. I have to look it up. Hold on. It's very, very profane, but 
Okay, this is from my therapist. This is a quote. Ready? Figure your shit out. Fuck feelings. Choose the behavior that you're going to engage in because of the outcome you want, regardless of how you feel. Fuck your feelings. Inspiration is for amateurs. Do the fucking work. So. I love that. I need that. You need to text me I will. That. <laughs> you know, it's hard because so many of us, like we were these intuitive beings and we talk about all that, which is amazing, but like you're not going to feel like doing it every day. And it's great to listen to your body. Obviously, sometimes you actually have to rest and that's super important. But like if you only work on the days that you feel 100%, there's no way that you can achieve what you want to achieve. And like it's mm-hmm. not always – you're not always going to love the process. It's just being super focused. Like the whole notion of doing what you love every day, you'll never work a day in your life. Like no, I don't love everything I do, but I'm obsessed with the business I'm building. So that's why I'll stay I'll, I'll stay up until 2 a.m. doing the things that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I'll read it one more time and then I'll plug myself. Figure your shit out. Fuck feelings. Choose the behavior that you're going to engage in because of the outcome you want, regardless of how you feel. Fuck your feelings. Inspiration is for amateurs. Do the fucking work. She said that to me, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I need to type that. I love it. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll plug myself. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Hannah Eve. So like, it's Hannah Eve. Um, and then really everything is there. Um, DM me. I would love to talk to you guys. My business, the current agency, is linked in my bio there as well. Um, and now there you can find information about Level Up. So if you go to it's Hannah Eve, the link in my bio is always about Level Up. Level Up is my masterclass. It's live with me on Zoom. I don't do any one-on-one coaching anymore. So it's the most intimate way to work with me or get coached by me. It's once a week for six weeks live on Zoom. And I really go through everything you need to know to become a booked out social media manager, whether you're looking to build a side hustle or an actual marketing agency, or you just want to learn how to use marketing to build a business, whether you're like, if you're an esthetician or you own a clothing studio or a body care, whatever it is, um, Level Up is for you. It's an incredible community of international women. I've had women from Australia, London, just everywhere around the world take it at this point, obviously a ton of Canada. Um, So I would love to have you guys. I'll create some code. I probably should have done that before. So just DM me if you want to take it and I'll hook you guys up. Um, And if you are looking (laughs) to work with a current agency in a client capacity, DM me as well or you can always email me. It's hannah at thecurrentagency.co. So that's me, but I'd love to love to connect with all of you guys, and that's really – that's my shtick. But this was so fun. This was actually so fun. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Literally. Yes, I love that. And I love how we figured out that we're – Twins. We're basically like sisters, August – Literally fixed. twins. I love it. Yes, uh-huh. twins. That's crazy. Just, just – Yeah. Your, I was just like taking apart. my trip around the sun, and I'm like, yep, it's time. The it. world needs you. <laughs> I love that. But thank you so much for coming on Morning Ray, Hannah. It was amazing having you. And I really think the listeners have enjoyed this episode. Um, Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support Morning Ray. I love you guys so much. And we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.